This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad time, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Junkies, good evening. How the devil are we all? Well, I hope. Well, it's week two. This time last season, I think we got a win and a draw. The team we were playing didn't have any wins at all. In fact, they didn't have any wins the following week either. Just thought I would put that in. I just thought I'd put that in. I don't know if anyone out there remembers a comedian called Jasper Carrot. He um, he had a show called Golden Balls before it was um, Beckham's nickname, but he was a it was a comedian from Birmingham. I'm sure Craig knows him, and he did a skint about how the nutter on the bus will always find him, will always sit next to him. Well, I feel a bit like that on YouTube because I have got so many nutters on here. I don't know. Thankfully, I've managed to block them. So. It's the habit, but I do apologise, which is why I'm a little bit late. It's back! Oh, it the Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. It is indeed. And some breaking news before we start, and I bring the guests in, about Tielemans. He will be at Arsenal. He will be at Arsenal this Saturday. And he will be in a Leicester shirt and he will be hopefully scoring a hat trick. Um, there is actually a film there called Arrival, The Future Comes Early. I couldn't resist it, but he will be at Arsenal this Saturday. But in the blue of Leicester, in the blue of Leicester, he's here. He is our regular 
regular um, preview host. Correct. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm pressing all the wrong buttons tonight. Let me bring him in. There we go. Let me press your right button, Craig. How the devil are you, sir? I'm good, thank you very much. I am the nutter that made it through, so um, you know, <laughs> you've got to have one of us. Do you remember that? I do indeed. Yes. yes. Yeah. Didn't matter where you were, it would always the nutter on the bus would always end up just yep. by you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that's everybody, most people and, on YouTube. And and if there was no nutter who sat next to you on the bus. You were the nutter. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Now, we're not talking nutters just before we bring her in, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Big Arsenal fan, but apart from that, she's really, really, really nice. Uh, Let's bring her in and say hello to Melina. Good evening. Hi, Chris, and hi, Craig. Nice to be back here after a long time. Great to have the Premier League back. And most importantly, great to see uh, Chris's channel growing and getting the recognition it deserves. You are a Fantastic. lady. You so are a can lady. we can we now move ahead with the votes from the Arsenal jury? First, <laughs> first things first. Chris made my heart drop for two minutes when he said Yuri's coming to to Arsenal. <laughs> I wanted to end the stream and leave and block him on everything at that point. <laughs> I, I just thinking like, well, you know. <laughs> Get in early for next season because who's it going to be next season? You know, Madison <laughs> in and let's see who it is next season. I, I gotta oh, say, yeah. I, I really, I really hope that if you decide to hang on and get try and get him for nothing, that he goes somewhere else. I really do. Oh, man. That's nothing against Arsenal, but if you want him, get him. You know, I mean, let this yeah. is the elephant in the room. Uh, and I'm not talking about you there, Craig, but this Thanks, is the elephant man. in the room, is the Tielemans. So let's get this out, out the way. If Arsenal were to come along tomorrow and put a cheque for 35, 40 million on our table, you'd get him. I think it's as simple as that. Why are you messing about so much with all this sort of, oh, we'll give you this much, we'll give you this much? That's what Maguire was in the situation with Man United. Yeah. He's got a year left. The problem you're going to have, as Craig said, it's going to get to a point where we can't replace him. So rather than let him go for what you think you're going to get him for in the last week, we will hold on to him. We'll keep him. And he may be the difference between us getting seventh or eighth and getting us into Europe. So he may then go next season, but... He, he may have got us into Europe, so he'll go for free, but we'll get some money that way. And, no, I and, agree with that. Yeah, sorry, Malik. If he has a great season with us, it won't just be yeah. Arsenal coming a, in. For a him. lot of clubs will come yeah. Yeah. for him, for sure. He and he not, is a quality player. He did not have a good season last year, did he, Craig? Because he was playing out of position. No, but he's still you know, a player that a lot of clubs would, would take. I think, you know, Chris, you talked... 35, 40 million. If you came with 25 million, you'd get him. If, Probably, if, he had, if he, I think I think you would. If he has a blinder. Sorry, um, Chris, actually today, I don't know if this is true now. I forgot the, I think it's Jacob Bench, the journalist. Now, I don't know. Some of these journalists are just our, our paper talk, right? And they had said Leicester had decreased the evaluation for Yuri for 25 million. Now, I assume that's 25 million plus add-ons or 20 plus 5 million add-ons. I'm assuming 25 million plus 5 million add-ons gets you 30 million and he's he's ours. I've I've actually had him on the show and he does know quite a bit and C96 welcome along sir. Um 25 mil will get him out. Well that's basically just what what Craig has said. Um I, you don't know what to believe with journalists do yeah, you? There are some you believe more than others and he I I kind of believe him because actually he was the one that kind of broke the Newcastle news Uh, and I've had him on the show, he's a lovely guy he's a Leicester fan Um, but I just think Arsenal are playing a very very dangerous game because there will come a point we don't have to sell, this is the thing I've just done a show now uh, which we're looking, we're going through Brendan's press conference live on screen and talking it through, yeah and you know, there's a and there's a very very good piece, and any Leicester fan, I urge you to go and check it out. It's on the Sky Sports uh, Leicester page. It is written by Rob Dorset, and it's basically what's going on at Leicester. 
And they are what he is saying. It's very, very it's the most sensible thing that's been written about Leicester all this window. We are not in financial trouble. We are not going to be going bankrupt. But we have too many players for a 25-man Premier League squad. Yeah. So we either become a Barcelona that signs these players and then can't actually register them, or we do what Leeds do, which is gamble on us getting to the European places next season, spend a little bit more money, either of which is a bad thing, either of which will go down. So we don't need to sell... But it's like Chelsea and Fafana. You come in with 85, 90 million, we'll, we'll pick the phone up. You know? But coming in at 60 and what have you, it's going to go away. So we don't need to sell. Uh, and people are going to remember that. Maybe Brendan, I don't know, I said this to you, I think, before, Craig. Did Brendan maybe bring that upon himself when he said, you know, we've got to sell before we can buy? Well, as, as you know, I, I think he was, he was in a rock and a hard place there. If he'd have said nothing, people would be none the wiser and would just be saying, well, why aren't you signing anyone? Are you happy with what you've got? Mm. So I, I think it, the pressure had built up because he didn't say that straight away. It was a week or two into all the questions being asked. And then at some point, you know, you, you're asked and asked and asked what's going on. At some point, you're going to say something. And I think he was being honest and open. But you can say that. And, and you, I, I know you were saying that that means that everybody will come trying to, you know, get players for silly money. You can say what he said if you know what's actually going on in the background. And if he knows that the club are financially secure and won't be bullied by the so-called bigger clubs into um, mm. having a fire sale, then he can come out and say it because every player has a price. You either meet the price or they don't go. Yeah. Yeah. It is very true. Like I say, there's two things I always say. Well, one thing I say you should definitely read, and that is the BBC uh, website, Leicester City page, every Tuesday because they've got such a fantastic blogger on there. Uh, he does it. They've retained his services for another year. Uh, so you always go and read that on a Tuesday. But do read this on Sky Sports, written by Rob Dorsett. It is brilliant. Uh, just go through a few early messages. Jordan, good evening, sir. How are you? Says, let's go. Rene, welcome, sir. I am well. I hope you are too. Uh, Jordan saying, hi, Mel, I think. Um, Mel, very kindly. Everyone make sure to like the stream. Thank you so much. Um, C96, we've just covered that. Um, well, it's the, it's the week, week two. It's week two, and we are going to be talking about this. And if you have a channel and you do want little graphics like that, they're literally $6, which is about five quid. Uh, the link is in the description below in YouTube. We have got Mel here, a big Arsenal fan. Thank you for coming on, Mel. Where can people find you? Again, your link is in the chat below on YouTube, but just give a shout out as to where people can find you. Uh, not a problem at all. I'm, I'm really happy to be back here, hopefully with a great result yet again, shall I mention. Uh, but no, the watch along is I can on mute you. I can mute you, just remember Yeah, uh, Just before I shout out my show, socials, I do want to mention uh, Chris is uh, unfortunately, or I think fortunately, lucky enough to have me on his watch along on the weekend. So hopefully uh, one of us are the happier ones out here. But uh, okay. My, um, okay. <laughs> I do fantasy Premier League content as well as Arsenal, more in-depth tactical analyses. And my channel is called Miss Melina. So do make sure to check that out if you like and give me a subscribe if you like my content. Thank you very much. You Melina, you, you're, you're, you're better placed to know this. Is there a lot of talk around the fact that if you beat us um, at the weekend, the squad will be taking a Premier League winner's photograph in the changing room again? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, he though, must Craig, had, he must have had that one in the dress for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they, if you don't have been in the Arsenal shop lately, Craig, but they've actually, remember when they won on the Friday night, they were top for 12 hours and they've actually mm. brought out a season reviews best bits. Fantastic. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we we can build this game as as two of the Premier League's remaining unbeaten teams. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Sky would spin it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sky just wouldn't talk about Leicester. Let's be honest. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They don't talk about us either. They hate us, actually. Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, are you talking about Craig being retained for his services? If you yeah. say before, that's <laughs> <laughs> been nonsense. Uh, always retain. Oh, Craig doesn't want to be here, but he is retained. Physically, yeah. by chains. <laughs> it's community service. Big up, Scott. Welcome along. Uh, Anthony's in. Good evening, Hi, Anthony. Anthony. How the devil are you? Big up, Mel. Uh, we're going for an Arsenal win 2 0. Yeah, well, if you if you, if you think so, um, Scott says hello to Chris and everybody else is saying hello to everybody else. So welcome along. We are going to be talking. Um, about this and let me just bring myself down a little bit there because then Melina doesn't get uh, hidden if I bring any comments up Arsenal versus Leicester City uh, oops I do apologize Melina that's come up again I don't know how that got into the into the thing that was supposed to be separate but um while it's there so three o'clock kickoff three o'clock kickoff do you remember them Craig I do indeed a rarity it let's is. enjoy it which means it's not on telly, but we will be doing the watch along, like I say, with Melina. Uh, you've got to be confident going into this game, Melina. I mean, let's start. We know Leicester's summer window. I mean, I think we might be getting a, a free keeper in. Um, I've not, that's not been confirmed yet, but I mean, what a fantastic window Arsenal have had. Uh, Chris. Um, disclaimer, you know, there's a lot of Arsenal fans who are very, very harsh on the transfer window, as we already know, and very harsh on the on the team in general. But before I go into our, the Arsenal, I do want to touch upon Leicester. Um, whenever we play Leicester, I do have some confidence, but not to an overly extent, because I know James Madison and Vardy always love a jammy goal up against us. And last season at, um, at um, King Power Stadium, uh, Ramsdale, that brilliant save from uh, Madison's free kick was one to remember for the season and um, would have gone down as goal of the season, potentially, one of the for the month even. But uh, going into this game, I do have some confidence considering the way Leicester played in the last game, the first game of the season. It wasn't necessarily off to a great start. And Leicester, this transfer window, have yet to make a signing. I wish Casper all the best at his new club. Uh, with that being said, you should never underestimate your opponent. You should take everything uh, as the game comes and, you know, play uh, play out there attacking proper fluid football, something that last season we really struggled to do. We actually gave teams like Everton their first win in a, in a long time last season. And this season, to see us strengthen positions that I thought it would take granny ears to fix is uh, its progress. And you have to give credit when and where it's due. Uh, however, I still think we need uh, a left center midfielder who, uh, you know, we've been talking to at uh, King Power Stadium. Uh, if we pay the money, we'll get him. But uh, I do agree with what you mentioned earlier, Chris and Craig, that, you know, if uh, he ends up staying at Leicester, other clubs will uh, snatch him up. He is a great player. He has a bright future ahead of him. And I am also worried about Fofana. It's going to be a battle of Fofana versus uh, William Saliba. Saliba was loaned out three times for, for, from us, and he had, a, he had a stellar season at Marseille, but this is the Premier League. It's a different league, so let's mm. see how we do. Well, good to see there, as Scott says, um, Gunasaurus has <laughs> pledged his allegiance to Leicester. <laughs> um, C96, uh, the weather is going to play a big part on Saturday. Yeah. We need to make Arsenal run around a lot. We do maybe C96, maybe make more than one substitution. I don't know. I mean, it's mad, mad <laughs> thinking, but just throw that idea in there. I remember Finally, you were so saying that, just so, Chris, I remember in, during the watch-along, sorry to interrupt, that you were saying that last season that um, Brennan was very late with the subs in uh, the game we played away from home. I, I don't know Brendan Subs, to be honest with you. <laughs> I get confused <laughs> by his substitutions, but uh, we will see. Uh, final whistle, welcome along. How the devil are you? New Leicester channel, please go and check it out. He's got some great content on there. Uh, welcome along, sir. Craig, I mean, 
looking back at the Brentford game, yes, if we play, I think, like we played in the second half, then mm. we could be in trouble. But that first half, we controlled the game. Danny Ward might have was well got a picnic and, and sat down and had it. It 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 was the the literally the tale of two halves. Yeah, they, we we were totally in control of that game. Um, you looked at some of their players, and you had to double check whether they were actually on. Ivan Tony barely had a touch, um, and we really were, you know, without without creating chance after chance. You know, we we were fully in control. Everybody looked comfortable, um, and and then it all just went horribly wrong. And um, and, and as you say. I, it's difficult to read Brenda sometimes, and and you know I, I said this the other day, and I'm thinking that he's Brendan's a very good coach. I'm not sure he's a great manager because mm. some of his in-game decisions leave a lot to be desired. We've lost too many leads in games for it to be a coincidence, you know that he, he sometimes he just tries to be too clever. I mean, he came out and tried to justify it by saying that. Brentford had uh, Brentford had pushed men forward, so they'd gone to a three at the back. So he decided that he was going to play two up front to try and close them down. So they got stuck back there. But that's great. But if they miss those three out and they don't play through them, then uh, then you're outnumbered. You know, and yeah. that's what happened. You know, they they don't try and overplay round the back like we do. Um, so what you ended up with two players out of our game, uh, and then pushing forward. And, and leaving a big hole down the down the left hand side, which ultimately cost us. Yes, and this I can see why Molina is confident. To be honest with you, I mean, you know, we've played thirty two games. They've won nineteen. We've won five. Uh, there's been eight draws. We've only ever beaten them once at the Emirates. I mean, when you look at that, Molina, you're going to say, like, yeah, well, just give us the three points and go home, aren't you? Um, you know, one thing I will say that Leicester love to do is they love to play out. They love to take us on the counterattack. And I've always seen us, some teams that we've played, we're not that good at, you know, maintaining a lead. Even when we had that brilliant first half against Leicester, uh, we allowed Leicester to try to get, get back into the game. Players like Vardy, players like Madison. And that's something that costed us last season a lot of games. This season, I really hope we don't do that. And we try to maintain the intensity that we start a game with the first 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes we're known as second half FC because we end up, you know, our intensity dies uh, uh, at 100 and we end up offering nothing, whether it's through our attack or our midfielders. But uh, this season, you know, this game in particular, I am I am confident. I don't want to get overly confident, but I am predicting a win for us. Craig, is this one of those, you know, um, we'll just say, we'll, you know, we'll take whatever it is and, and move on because of, because of our record? No, no, I think I think we have to go into it confident you know um one of our best performances against arsenal at the emirates was was very early in the season in fact it was the first game of the season um a few years ago when we lost 3-2 to uh, Giroud. um Is that a friday night game? yeah it was it was the first game of the season yeah we were oh it was 4-3 i think actually not 3-2 i think it was 4-3 in the end um it was great because eventually, I mean, it was a, my first visit. I was there. It was my first visit to the Emirates. And, you know, I, I was thinking, I'm not going to hear if there's a crowd in. But then you scored right at the end and the, it, you realised there was a crowd there. Um, so that was good. I got the full experience of, uh, of the Emirates then. But I think playing Arsenal this season will be better earlier on because I think... You've bought well. I think the manager knows what he's doing. I think the players are buying into what he's doing. Mm. And I think you will I think you will be strong through the middle, whether you'll tail off a little bit because you've still got a lot of youngsters in there, I'm not sure. But I think this isn't a bad time for us to play you at, at the Emirates. Brendan, well, C96 says, Brendan overthinks everything. Football yep. is a simple game, is it not? It is. Is it? I, I've got to agree with him there. Do you, Craig? He does. Yeah, he, he's. It's he, almost like he tries to show off, you know. Mm. And I, I remember there was a there was a quote uh, from uh, the great Brian Clough about uh, Martin O'Neill. 
our ex-Leicester manager, mm. who said, you're a very arrogant young man with absolutely nothing to be arrogant about. And I think that Brendan's a little bit the same. You know, he, he wants to put himself up there alongside the likes of Pep and... Uh, and Mourinho and Klopp and that, but his in-game management is is pretty poor, to be honest. So, and he does overthink things. There was nothing wrong with the formation we were playing against Brentford. Just change the personnel to put fresh legs on. You yeah. know, you make one change and then you you alter three other areas of the pitch just by making one poor decision, and then he will try and justify it, which is even worse, to be honest. So, but do um, you not think that had um... And obviously, I mean, Molina knows what this is like with with the Arsenal fans hating and Arteta. But had had Daka come on and got a breakaway and scored a goal, yeah. it would have been the best tactical decision. Oh, of course, you know? yeah. it always is. But I think if you were there watching the game, I, I don't. I assume that you you managed to get a stream. I mean, it was one of those that most people in the ground could see that Vardy offered absolutely nothing. No. Um, he was probably worried what his wife was doing while he was out of the house, um, oh to be honest. <laughs> allegedly, um, allegedly. Yeah. Um, and, but he absolutely offered nothing. The, the, the better subs would have been Daka for Vardy and bring Pratt on for Dewsbury Hall if you thought he was getting a bit leggy, mm. you know, just keep the formation. But he didn't. He tried to be clever and it backfired again. Wow, yeah. Uh, Doug has just said here, um, yeah, a bit off topic, but uh, just the Qatar World Cup will start a day earlier. Uh, I did see Qatar, that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, Ecuador being the first match, which usually is, to be honest with you, yeah. but because there was the night game, there were the second game. Um, mm. But anyway, just thought I'd mention that. C96, as Alan Hansen once said, it's not about the short ball it's not about the long ball it's about the right ball that is very true true mm-hmm. um melina let's let's have a look at last season and sure. sorry craig but we're going to have to do this i mean you did you did the double over us 2-0 yeah. at arsenal then 2-0 on the way back i mean we did, it was a horrendous season for us but it was it was a turnaround season for you because you know, and I had an argument, believe it or not, with an Arsenal fan saying that what he wanted to see was progression. Now, I'm surprised that wasn't me, Chris. No, no, no. It was, it was, began with, began with L. Should we just say that? <laughs> you know who I mean. But, yeah. you know, he said, I want to see progression. And I said, yeah, you are progressed. You've progressed from eighth or ninth up and you now got Europe. I mean, that there's a couple of great results for you, wasn't it? Yes. And I think the thing that I noticed the most uh, last season, yes, yes, every team has injuries and, and had COVID, especially Leicester, the injuries, especially Fofana, to mention uh, on your side. But one thing I like to see was we didn't give up. When we were a goal down, we still tried to get back into the game. When we took on Liverpool at Anfield, uh, sorry, Liverpool at home, we got we got pounded by them at Anfield. But to bring that mentality back at home and to try to put your best effort in, to have some unity and cohesion in this team, I think Arteta got rid of a lot of the, of the bad apples in our squad. And that's something that a lot of teams take a lot of time to do. Look at Manchester United, for example. They still have a, yeah. a lot of bad, up, bad apples in the bunch. And I do agree that we have pro- progressed. Uh, yes, initially when he first got the job, as I mentioned here before when I was on here last season, uh, it, we were at a very poor start to the season. I was actually on this same channel when we haven't won a game the whole month of when the Premier League started last season. And Chris was telling me, you know, do you think this is going to be the direction we're going to head for? You know, is it looking doom and gloom for the rest of the season? And I said, no, I think we'll turn things around. I just need to be patient and give this man time. And I think, you know, last season we did, no one really expected us to finish in and around that top four. Yes, not getting top four really frustrated me and upset me. But I think looking at the bigger picture and the amount of money we spent, we did Mm. show progression. Yeah. I've got I've got to read this out, but um, it hurts me to do it. Um, Anthony said he's changed his password on his Xbox to Leicester Defence. It said it was too weak. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anthony, you're lucky you're still in the chat, mate. <laughs> in the chat. Um, Craig, can I take you back to those two games? Your memories of them. Or nightmares, should I say? Well, I can remember. Um, I remember the the home game uh, better. I must admit, um, because again, it was a, it was a perfect illustration of our inability to defend corners. When um, mm. uh, I, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, your centre half, Gabriel, scored. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, made a, some nice movement from the near post and uh, and flicked it in, but. Uh, we we were very poor that day. Um, I think we were fairly lucky. I mean, I remember at the time, Johnny Evans pulled down. Um, not sure if it was a Bamiyang or someone on the halfway line. Uh, and looking at it during the game, I thought that's fine. It, it, I think he got a book and it was fair. But then you, you watched it again on much of the day, and he could have easily gone uh, for that, and we would have been down to ten men, and it would have been even worse. But uh, we just didn't didn't play at all that day and say we had the odd bit and the one to save you know from Ramsdale from Madison yeah. was great um but it was just a really really disappointing day I remember walking away from the ground and thinking you know well I hope this isn't uh, a forerunner of the season pretty much was particularly from set pieces but uh yeah the away game I can't really remember much about it i I I tend not to remember the uh, the defeats that, that that much, to be honest. Uh, and there was a lot. There was a lot to try and remember last season. There was. There was. Scott, honestly, mate, if there is a prize for the best reply, that gets it. Anthony Herbert, did you also try Arsenal mentality as Xbox said inadequate? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sorry. That gets that's the best best prize. That's not going to be beaten. That gets one of these. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I love the way she takes a breath and then just carries on a bit. There we go. That was it. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, Scott, I love you, man. I absolutely love you. That is a great comment. Um, Melina, I mean, take us through your last five games. Obviously, this was the back end of the season, and obviously then we'll ask Craig to do the same. But oh, we're uh, really just... going through this uh, misery. <laughs> you are, yes. Yeah, we've got to go through the misery of looking at the two games he played against us, as it reminds us there again in the bottom corner. Um, but, I mean, you beat Leeds 2-1. Oh, yeah. dear, Tottenham beat you um, 3 0 and that uh, game, we were absolutely shocking. We had no game plan whatsoever. No. I actually went into that game. You know, this was a game that was postponed, mind you, because of coronavirus. Uh, right. Like most of the games got postponed. And I thought, you know, the postponement would have helped us. But without having party and without having a midfielder and without having a proper left back, we really, really struggled. We had no unity whatsoever, no game plan. And the team was just not on it. The only thing they did right, mind you, was put on their kits the correct way. And uh, that was it. It was very, very appalling, abysmal performance. Uh, yes, we beat Leeds at Ellen Road, but everybody and their grandma can beat Leeds. Uh, if you can't do that, then I'm afraid you might you might want to, you know, um, look into an, a different uh, level of football. Mm. But uh, what really upset me was the Newcastle defeat, the Tottenham yeah. de defeat, because it was a North London derby. When you go into a derby, you should always have that winning mentality. And it felt like we went there with nothing, no ambition whatsoever. And after the two goals went in, we didn't give a damn. We didn't try. It was just pack your bags and go. I'll and say then... two words to that, Melina. Just sorry to draw. Just say yeah, two yeah, words to that mentality. Nottingham Forest, eh, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you beat. We lost to Nottingham Forest too. <laughs> hey, we've lost to Nottingham Forest, and we lost. You did actually. You lost. Yeah, yeah you we lost, lost before, before you guys. Forest. Yeah. Ah, we've gone from better. We've lost to Notts <laughs> County. We've lost to both <laughs> Nottingham teams in the same year. Oh my god. <laughs> but hey, it came good against Everton. Yeah, that was the last game of the season. We uh, everything yeah. we knew we weren't going to win the league, uh, we weren't going to get into top four, we weren't going to win any European hopes because we were already eliminated from the uh, two possible domestic cups. So, mm. the last game of the season, just for vibes, we had a great game, ended off the season, and then this season, 
We were praying on our knees for reinforcements and signings. And we finally got some good players in. Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, um, you know, some of the other signings I have yet to, you know, hopefully they perform very well. And getting Saliba mm -hmm. back from loan feels like a brilliant signing, feels like a new signing because we actually haven't seen him play other than one um, friendly that he played a half uh, game in prior to being sent on loan three times. And Craig, looking at ours um, mm. and the back end of last season, we'd got all the players back mm -hmm. and, you know, people all turn around and say, well, look who you played, Norwich, Watford, Southampton. Or Chelsea, obviously, we got the draw with Chelsea. But these were teams we were actually struggling to beat at the start of the season. I mean, everybody was going mad about, oh, we only got 2-2 two -two with Brentford. Last season, we started 1-0 against Wolves with a win. Mm -hmm. If Wolves had had their shooting boots on that day, I think we would have lost that game. Yeah, I mean, again, if you put a positive spin, what I'm seeing there is unbeaten in five. Um, As indeed T96 has just well, said. There you yeah. go. Um, and, and that's the mentality that, that we need to take in. I do um, agree with, with Melina and uh, whoever talked about um, Scott. I think Arsenal's mentality is that sometimes, as you said, how disappointed you were in the derby and then the Newcastle game. Sometimes I almost think Arteta, I think, is a really good coach. But I yeah. also think that he... He overplays this everyone hates Arsenal uh, card. And it, it's almost like a defeatist attitude that he has his excuses ready-made, that he will always uh, have a reason for why things have gone against them. And I think sometimes if you're taking that into big games, um, you, you, you've lost before you step out on the pitch. So I think the big thing for, for Arteta and Arsenal this year is some results in the big games when it really, really matters. Yes. Not, not these games, you know, not, not even against us. Uh, but when you're coming up against the big teams to try and improve that record, I think that's where Arsenal will be judged. Um, mm. But we should be going into this confident. You know, I think, I think on, on our day with our best team on the pitch, obviously we've still got Barnes and we've got Ricardo out. Um, we should be a match for anybody if we're playing yeah. with confidence. Um, yeah, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see the lineup that Arteta goes with. I don't know if you've heard if uh, Tomiyasu is back, Marina. Uh, uh, so Tomiyasu, Smith Rowe, and Fabio Vieira are back in training, but I don't mm -hmm. think they'll be rushed back on the pitch okay. anytime soon. They were playing under 21s matches for mm -hmm. match fitness this midweek, uh, but there's no sign of them being contested mm -hmm. for the starting mm -hmm. 11 or bench for uh, Saturday. Yeah. I do, I do like Tommy Asu. I think oh, he, brilliant he was good time. last season. Yeah, very good on aerial duels as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say for a fullback, he's quite tall, isn't he? And uh, yes. likes to get forward. Smith Rowe is an interesting one for me because I think this is a massive season for him. Because I think if you go and get Tielemans, I don't know where Smith Rowe fits in anymore. The thing I'm worried about is uh, Craig and and Chris. You know, Tielemans is is uh, I th I believe he's right footed, right? Or left-footed. Mm -hmm. Right-footed, right I think. Right. And Odegaard yeah. is left-footed. I don't know how it's going to work with them playing on um, opposite sides of the wing, mm -hmm. on of the midfield. Uh, I'm a yeah. bit worried about that. But but hopefully, first of all, if we if we cough off the money, hopefully we can we can uh, get it done and, and then figure out, you know, how it's going to mesh well. And also because we're going to be playing cup competitions this year, it's no longer the one game a week thing. So we do have to have proper reinforcements in the squad. And some of our players, unfortunately, are made out of glass. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a big season. Uh, I think the season before and, and the first half of last season for, for Smith Rowe, he was yes. forcing his way into the England team. Yeah, and then he seemed to be the one who was being sacrificed and, uh, and marginalised a bit. Yes, I agree. Um, so I don't know what his length of contract is, but if I was his agent, and then you do come and bring Tielemans in, I would be asking some questions about. If, if my career is going to stall, particularly with the World Cup coming up. I understand what you mean, yes. Yeah. And I think as well, and I'm going to take a bit of Arsenal fan logic here, because we haven't got Europe this season, so we should be able to go on and win the Premier League. 
which I think was what Arsenal fans were saying this time last year. I, of course, could be wrong. Um, I know that would be hard to believe, but I could be wrong. But what I want to just look at is, uh, before we check a few few comments, Bikram, um, sorry for coming in late. It is fine. I just hope you got a note from your mother. We'll we'll forgive you. Uh, Scott saying, like, uh, please like and subscribe. Talks in. Good evening, talk. Uh, I got your message tomorrow afternoon. Sounds absolutely brilliant. I will reply to it after the show. Um, And be sure, please. And I can't say this too much. I I actually carry talks show and his um, Twitter as a permanent link in all my chats on youtube he does uh football versus cancer yeah um i don't need to say anything more than that other than get over there subscribe on youtube and like on twitter it it, it does what it says on the tin basically um but looking back and this surprised me and you know <laughs> everybody here knows i'm a stat man i love i love my stats um that they, they can tell you a lot and they can also make things look bad but if you look at sort of arsenal's two win over palace two no win over palace and leicester's 2-2 draw with brentford you'd probably say arsenal had the better game would yes. you not but when you actually have a word and look at opta well it doesn't actually look like that because um you had six shots to our 11 during the game. Your shot accuracy was 33.3% to our 45.45. You only attempted 438 passes, saying only. We attempted 580. Uh, you completed 360. We completed 310. Uh, you had nine interceptions. We had 10. Uh, but you did manage to to block six shots, but we only managed to block one. I mean, I'll come to you first, Craig. I mean, on that, it should be another 9-0 to us tomorrow, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, Chris, I'll, I'll take the bet with you if you want to go for that. Oh, I'm, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm well happy with that. Yeah, we'll be queuing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, it just shows you, doesn't it? it? You know that stats don't mean a lot at the end of the day. If you have two shots on target and they hit the back of the net, then that's all that counts. Yeah. Um, we had plenty and, and didn't really work the keeper enough. I said that I built up. This is the only good news I could find. It took, it took me it took me five hours to find the best ones that I, I mean, could. You Chris, I, I don't I don't want to knock I don't want to knock the good news. I don't want to <laughs> knock the stats. <laughs> but they don't give us any points. <laughs> no, but when you play in Arsenal, you'll take anything, won't you? Well, you know? yeah. Uh, I mean, would you, are you the same with stats, Mel? Uh, I'm like Craig with stats. Yes, I like to use them as you know something to guide and assist. But more so, I prefer the eye test. I prefer how players perform on the pitch rather than numbers. You know, you could have a lot of possession, but if you're not putting the ball in the back of the net, then what's the point? Right, mm-hmm. you could be 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 like a Pochettino or Diego Simeone type of team and just play possessive football. But I like yeah. attacking fluid football. I mean, oh, we, I, we I, did win the Premier League. Sorry, exactly. Craig, with the less position, uh, less possession, didn't we? I was going to say exactly the same. Oh. Um, I, I don't know, Melina, if you recall winning the Premier League, but it's really nice. Um, but we well, did it. Um, we, I we don't. It, yeah. I recall Leicester winning the FA Cup for sure. I haven't heard the end of that. Yeah, yeah, we won that as well. <laughs> talking of which, Craig. Talking of which, it's time for the Daily Arsenal. I wasn't going to bring it up, but as <laughs> you did, Craig, it's been 18 years, 88 days, 6 hours, 1 minute, 31, 32 seconds. But who's counting? Is it that long? Seriously? It's that long, yeah. Can I just say, this is very true. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to actually do the graphic for it, and I so wanted to do it for this. I will do it for the watch along, I promise you, Mel. But I was I was looking on Google Maps at all the away grounds for the season. So I was went got to the Emirates because obviously you know a so I got to them quite quickly <laughs> on Google Maps. And you know on Google Maps they have that little like circle coming to a point where you find things on the map. Yeah. Anyway, 
Emirates Stadium. I thought, oh, there's another one over the Emirates Stadium. So I zoomed in. It's a bloody time capsule. They've got a time capsule buried at the Emirates Stadium. I'm thinking, that's where they've got the trophies. <laughs> Maybe they'll open it in about 20 years' time, Craig, and go, oh, yeah, this is what we used to win. It, it is. I mean, from, for a big club, it is sad to know that there are some Arsenal fans who have had their 18th birthday celebrations without ever seeing them win the league. <laughs> what? Craig, Craig, I, I've got to say that is brilliant. I mean, it Unbelievable, is. Unbelievable, <laughs> <laughs> It is, isn't it? But then again, you could be getting your pension and you wouldn't have seen uh, Tottenham win a Premier League title. Oh, so it's round and roundabout. It's that hotbed of football in North London. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. I'm sorry, Melina, but I mean, Anthony usually asks me to do the daily top. What <laughs> that? Uh, hidden treasures they are. <laughs> buried. I don't know about hidden. Buried. Ten foot under. Um, so, um, yeah, Terry says here, if you want to see what a tetra is really like, what the documentary on Amazon Prime. I think it's oh, called... Yeah. Oh, Arsenal, oh, we renamed it, I think, because it was Arsenal All or Nothing. I think it's now just Arsenal Nothing, isn't it? <laughs> or am I thinking of a different show altogether? Have you watched it yet, Melina? I've watched all six episodes, yes. It's quite good. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've not watched it yet. I know someone at work um, was telling me... Oh, uh, it's, actually, about... it's actually worth watching. Yeah, no, I will do. I've watched the others. Uh, he was telling me uh, about Aubameyang's cars. Oh Which... no! They talked about the um, so him leaving to Barcelona, us not signing anyone in January. Uh, yeah, that that um, they were talking about you know him leaving, and the club didn't even know he was in Barcelona until mm. they saw on Twitter. He had he didn't mention to the club at all. Nothing. He just left on his own. Yeah, I've got to ask you though because I asked Brad this earlier. Yes. I'll ask you, I and mean, you, you, you obviously haven't got a choice because it's going, but Craig, would you want that at Leicester City? Would you want cameras following us around, seeing every wart and every fart and what have you? <laughs> I think I think it I think it's good for the general football fan. You know, whether it's good to see your own team, I'm not sure, but I think it does mm. give you a bit of an insight. Uh obviously not a full insight, but I remember you know, the, the Tottenham one was quite interesting, I think. And seeing what what I'd like to see more is those interactions between players and managers. And I think in the Spurs one, you had one with Danny Rose and Mourinho where he was sort of calling him out. But also the interactions between players when things aren't going so well. And I think you had Son and Lloris in the Spurs one. Yeah. You know, having, it, having to be pulled apart. So... I think it's very easy for fans to think that um, footballers don't care. They'll take the money and they don't really care whether they care win or the lose club. or whatever. Yes. Uh, but I th So I think documentaries like this show you that at the end of it, when you're at the elite end of sports, you don't get there unless you've got a winning mentality. Um, and it's good to see that perspective. It is. It is indeed. Well... It's that time, and unfortunately, I only got the last score prediction in a few minutes before we, we went live, so I haven't got the graphic. Um, hi to Rich Sports is in. Um, hey, another great channel to go and check out for your all your Premier League stuff. Um, we are going to be doing the score prediction straight after this. <laughs> And please remember, do subscribe and smash those likes. Thank you very much. Anthony was in late with his Leicester nothing. I'd already done it about Arsenal, Anthony. You're too slow. It's your age, you know. <laughs> Keep the youngsters. Um, so these are the these are the. Um, <laughs> can I just say I had to do the table for this because we do the X Foxes League and Craig and me are in it now as well. And I did the table last week, and it basically went, Chris, no points. Craig, no points. Steve, no points. None of us went for the draw. So we all sat there on zero points. And for a minute, I think you're like, Daddy hell, this is what it feels like to be an Arsenal fan. Anyway, let's just move on. 
three games last season, three games. Um, I've actually, I can't ever predict against my own team. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is going to be a difficult game for us. It is a way. Um, I had to go with my heart, and I've gone for a 1-1. One, one. Uh, a draw? All a that draw. work just for a draw? Yeah. Craig <laughs> went for a 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I think probably the same reason as I went yeah. for the 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Um, Steve Walsh went for a 1-1. One, one. Jerry Taggart, who won it last season very easily, went 1-1. One, one. Ian Marshall... And I must admit, I think the only thing I like about Marshy is he doesn't wear his heart on a sleeve. He just says it as he sees it. 2 0 Arsenal. Okay. And Ian Wilson has gone 3 0 Arsenal. So, yeah. Um, on that, we'll pack up and go home now, Craig. <laughs> Melina, how do you see it from your point? So, um, the good news is, I don't think. For you guys, at least. I don't think it's going to be a clean sheet. And I definitely don't think it's going to be as much as a walk in the park like some people, some Arsenal fans have said, or even Leicester fans. Um, I'm going to go for 2-1 to the Arsenal. Just like Chris and Craig, I back my my team regardless of win, lose, or draw. <laughs> I'm always there, no matter how frustrated mm -hmm. I get or no matter how many phones I've, I've thrown away. Uh, this team will always be uh, the death of me and the life of me, too. So I am going to go for a 2-1 to the Arsenal. I still think uh, Vardy will get a goal against us. And another person I wanted to mention that I forgot before was uh, KDH, Drewsbury Hall. Uh, mm. Last season, he had a great impact in Leicester's season. And I think this season, uh, not just as a fantasy asset, but I think uh, this season for Leicester, he does have something to prove in him. That leads me very nicely on to the last question. Same question for both of you. Uh, no, sorry, the second last question. Sorry, I forgot there's an extra one at the moment. Uh, I'll come to you first, Mel. Who should Leicester be afraid of? One player. Uh, one player, Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> I, I could have guessed that, really. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go for Gabriel Jesus. I think we'd probably agree on that. But Craig, who should Arsenal be looking out for? Uh, Leicester. Um, what well, from, from our perspective? From our perspective um, who's going to cause Arsenal, Arsenal some problems? Um, I mean, usually in these games, it's Vardy. Uh, maybe he was quiet last season, uh, last week, because he was saving himself for this one. Um, let's hope so. Um, <laughs> he does like a goal against Arsenal. I hate him. <laughs> but I would, uh, you know, wasn't that another? Sorry, Craig. Wasn't that another Leicester player that Arsenal tried to get and failed? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you did. Yeah. yeah. Not sure. How's the tea lady? She's she under contract. They might need a tea lady at Arsenal. <laughs> Guys, the cameras are still rolling, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> what I would what I would really like, the player I would really like to hurt them would be Tielemans. Yes. Like, it's a perfect yes. stage for him to show Arsenal exactly why they should be putting their hand in their pocket. So if he really wants this move, this is the game to show it in. I said earlier, didn't I, Melina, on we were talking uh, on on on, uh, on uh, texting, and I said I would love him to get a uh, get a hat yeah, trick. I remember you telling me. I I I I really would, and you know what? It's not just me, but Kevin thinks it as well. I would love it if we beat them. Love it. <laughs> There you go. What can I say? <laughs> Last question. And I, I'm, I'm just doing this out of interest because I I, uh, I like to see what people think. Um, three teams to go down. To you, first of all, Mel, who, who are your three to go down? Um, so not in every, any particular order, but Bournemouth, Fulham, and um, I actually think Everton might not survive this season. Oh. Did we do this last week with you, Craig? We we did. And to be honest, I said exactly the same three that Molina has just said. <laughs> yeah. He's Those cheating. footballing He's... experts. You know. <laughs> I'm obviously not a footballing expert, although I do write for the BBC. Check it out every Tuesday on the uh, Leicester page on the BBC website. Um, but I've actually gone, as I say, Leeds, uh, Bournemouth and Southampton, which, mm. to be honest with you, I hope doesn't come true because... Bournemouth and Southampton are like yeah. home games for me, <laughs> and uh, we will do it. Look, thank you 
all so very much for coming on. Uh, thank you, Melina. It's been a while, but it's been great to have you back. Scott's just quickly gone for a 3 2. Uh, Tiedemann's brace, Vardy to bag the winner. Oh, the dream. Uh, Beacon, Man United will get relegated. <laughs> yes. Oh, I wouldn't put your money on that. But um, thank you both so much for coming on. Mel, do again give a shout out. Your details are in the chat below, but give a shout out as to where, where people can find you. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Chris. And it was nice to see Craig again and talk to you guys about the game. Uh, I do fantasy Premier League content as well as Arsenal tactical analyses after every game. If you do want to check out my channel, I am on the road to 3,000 subscribers. My channel is called Miss Molina. Thank you very much. Is that the Teletubbies behind you? No, it's uh, it's like a... I don't know how to explain it. It's called Arsenal's front three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying nothing. I was, I was more of a tweenies boy. And that was only because the girls were growing up at that time and we'd gone past the Teletubbies. I could never understand the word they said anyway. Melina, thank you so much. Take care. and we'll, I'll see thank you on Saturday. Yes, I'll see you Saturday. Thank you very for the, much. For the watch-along when, um, when we beat you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming thank on. Thank you, Melina. Good to see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, well, that was quick. She did that before I could then. Um, I do remember the, tele uh, the uh, flower pot men, Greg. <laughs> What well, sadly I do. Yes, I, sadly, that was one of the original Teletubbies. It's like well, then, it was, it was yeah. Bill and Ben, wasn't it? And Ben turned Bill around ben. to Bill and said, "Slobber, lobber, 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 lob." And Bill says, "Shut up, you pissed." <sighs> yeah. Tumbleweed, anyone? Well, I don't have tumbleweed, but well, you wouldn't be able to hear it, would you? But I do have this. Yeah. Oh, but I don't think this one probably does sum it up best. I think you're right, Chris. That's the way to end it. I think it is. Craig, as always, sir, it's a pleasure and you're a privilege. Welcome. And uh, I will see you soon. We'll do yes. something soon together. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> we need to sort out a quiz, but we um, do indeed, mate. We, we do, do indeed. indeed. We'll get that started. All right. All right, Cheers. mate, all the best. Thank you very much for popping on. Cheers, Take Chris. care, Thanks, mate. Everyone. Have a good right. weekend. You too. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks to Craig there for joining us. Uh, my wise old owl, as I always say. I don't like this light. It's a proper light. But when I've got a, like a really light shirt on, it sticks out. Like I'm... <laughs> ah, yeah, it worries me. It worries me. No, they do say the sun always signs on the righteous, though, doesn't it? Um, thank you, Brecom. You're welcome. Uh, Facebook user said uh, Southampton, Fulham, Brentford. Oh, relegation, Brentford. Oh, and Scott says, uh, look forward to Leicester going to the library this weekend. Yes. Saying nothing. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you have been doing so on your favorite podcast platform, and I will see you. Um, I'm on Turf's channel tomorrow night doing the watch along with them, and I'll be back at 2 30 for the watch along for the Leicester Arsenal on Saturday with the lady you've just seen, Melina. Thank you very much, everybody. Take care, stay safe, and remember don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
cool. I'm out of here. Ooh, that's a wrap. So, people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.